0: It's intermission time. It's great to get off to the
1: moon. Can you... Well, I guess, actually, this is how I want to get to know you. Can you tell me a movie that describes your life right now?
0: I feel like I'm always Nacho Libre. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, I think I'm like... so perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm always... Like, I'm, I'm like, I like fluctuate from having the most confidence in the world to being like the most, the lowest I've ever been in my life. That was so funny. Where I'm like, I'm hot as shit. And then I turn around and there's like, I'm like clenching my ass cheeks and there's just cellulite everywhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But my face, I'm like, I am.
1: I love that for you. Thank you. <laughs> That's a perfect answer. Wow, I can't top that.
0: How do you feel right now?
1: I was, I was trying to think of it for myself, too. And I think it's because we're talking Greta Gerwig, and I was thinking Frances Ha. Mm. Just, like, a little bit, like, figuring it out vibe. Mm. I think, and my life is black and white for some reason. Yeah.
0: and <laughs> they're both pretty existential characters. Yeah. It's so funny because, like, that's, like, Nacho Libra's... <laughs> so I feel like people are coming for Natural Libra now because it's like using he Brown Face and da. da, da. And I'm like, oh, that was the only film we had growing up. The Latin community so... loves Natural Libra. <laughs> they didn't yeah, give you, us a you, choice. That's funny. And famously written by Mike White.
1: Yeah. That I love that man. I know. I love him. He's a god. They do they duoed um what's the fucking the other um movie they did? Together, do you know what I'm talking
0: about? Oh, Orange County. No. Oh.
1: Um.
0: Naturally, naturally, Jack Black.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jack Black, Black and Mike White.
0: Uh, School of Rock.
1: School of Rock. Uh, yeah. 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 Cutie pies. I love yeah. a duo. Uh,
0: should we? Should Jack Black be on White Lotus? Uh, of course. Who would he be? He would have to be the new Jennifer Coolidge character for the next season.
1: Wow. Right.
0: Yes. Just like the kind of delusional, like a rich dude.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's perfect. I, w- I hope that's gotten brought up in the writer's room or in the casting room or whatever the rooms are. I don't know
0: the rooms. I don't think there are any rooms anymore. There's no <laughs> Everyone's writing from <laughs> the the <home>. Zooms. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, have you ever lied about what your top five movies are yep. to impress people? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Next question. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I like went. Uh, yeah, are you kidding me? I don't know.
1: Where do you get your inspiration?
0: Um mm, I kind of just like whenever I watch something when somebody just like when you're like I cannot believe that they they did that. Mm-hmm. And for like like when I watched the vomit sequence in Triangle of Sadness, I was just like
1: <gasps> <gasps> You felt inspired. I
0: was like turned on mm-hmm. by how inspired I was by Reuben Oslund. Mm-hmm. I like, I just like that kind of I'm just like you made us watch that for 24 minutes yeah and it was amazing yeah like my that whole,
1: my whole theater i was in like it was just a like, visceral reaction like so much laughing it's so fun to same with barbie yeah. like so fun to be in the theater where we're all yeah. just like in this moment together having yeah. such a strong reaction to like a creative choice someone down the line made yeah
0: Th- yeah there's um
1: do you have like a uh typical style of movie that you're drawn to?
0: I just think whenever people like have when people like nail like almost like a melding of tones or like just like a very specific lens where you just completely buy anything even though none of the logic makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm just like fully in. Mm. So like I love I think Amal is like one of the funniest filmmakers ever. I, I love the way he like marries melodrama and but, he, like, all the actors are very earnest, mm-hmm. even though they're all, like, very big and exaggerated. Like, I am fully, like, that person exists. Mm-hmm. Like, that is a real person because he's just so confident. And I I think that's why I, I was, like, I think that's why I love Barbie. Yeah. It's just, like, are you, like Margot Robbie, like, committed. Yeah. Like, Ryan Gosling committed, and they both they like, could they could have so easily like it's so easy to make fun of characters like that and they just were fully those characters mm-hmm. and then it just made me feel so much in such a ridiculous landscape yeah that like that so i love yeah those are the films that i really no i get gravitate it. towards yeah i completely mm-hmm.
1: understand i get your style i get it <laughs> um what made you want to direct how did you even end up in this path
0: I wanted to I was not I was a child actor, um, an unsuccessful one, obviously.
1: Yeah, what were you in? Name I, drop something.
0: I was <laughs> on this like Nickelodeon show where my best friend was a ninja and I had no idea. Okay. Because like there was like that period of time in Nickelodeon Disney where like I think it was because of Hannah Montana, everyone was secretly something, and then there was something else. Oh, and I was funny. like on the offshoot where like my best friend was a ninja, I had no idea. It's
1: <laughs> <like>, so cute. <laughs> That's so... Yeah, an spin of Pan-Montana. Yeah, That's yeah.
0: There funny. was, like, a whole... Um, I think it's still happening. Yeah, I think kids still worlds. have secret egos yeah. in the shows that are... Ha- I don't know what's happening now. But, um, uh, yeah. Uh, and then, like... But I always wanted to do comedy, and I would constantly, like, book... I was, like, this sex traffic kid that was, like, rescued in some dirt cave. It's just because I'm brown, for those listening. <laughs> I'm not a white person. um, And so... I was just always playing like some kid being dragged across the border and we ran out of water. And like, I, it was just like always this like really dramatic. Heavy. I know. And I like, I just, was like, um, I wanted, I wanted to, to do funny. And I just started writing my own sketches when I was a kid. And then, um, I started doing that more seriously in high school. By seriously, I just mean more often. Yeah. yeah it seems serious to me. Very serious sketch comedy, um, <laughs> that I have deleted all the videos of online. um, So and then and then that just kind of turned into and then I was on some like horrible syndicated show called Mr. Box Office. I had like random people in it like Vivica Fox and John Lovitz and Bill Bellamy. And they were like because apparently Bill Cosby has like an English degree or whatever. He was like a teacher before. And so the show was about like Bill (laughs) Cosby. Bill Bellamy playing Bill Cosby where he had this English degree, but he gets a DUI and his court order is to teach these like South Central kids English. And I was one of the kids that was like, I don't know how to read that. And every episode, it was like that show and funny people where they cut to the show that he's on. He's talking about the important work that he's doing and it's like extremely racist. And like, Oh my God. So, and then I was like, I have got to go to college. Like I being an actor is really depressing. And I hated not having any control over your career. And so then I started going to community college and I had the most incredible professors at community college. It was like actually in like very rigorous. Um, I'm a
1: huge community college advocate.
0: Crazy! I like saved so much money. The I fact learned so I was so able much. to pay for my own college. Is crazy. Actually, the
1: first film class I ever took was in community Me college. Me
0: too. Oh. Me too. I remember my professor's name, Joseph Sierra. Oh, I don't so remember amazing. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> But I had a really good time. Um. Yeah. He. Yeah. Um. That's where I first saw Annie Hall. Oh It was like in a random classroom in some community college, and I watched, and it blew my freaking and little mind. Little did
1: you know, it would be such an imprint later. <laughs> <laughs> little did I
0: know, it would ruin my reputation at the AFI. <laughs> I remember like the. First day of school at AFI, they asked us like, "What was the film that made you?" No, this is a c- scenario where I should have lied. Okay, because I was like, my last name is Bonilla, so I was the first, like one of the first ones up, uh-huh. and like I had said, like they're like, "What's the film that made you want to be a director?" Uh-huh. And I was like, "Annie Hall," and uh-huh. everyone kind of looked at me like, like why? Because Woody Allen? Yeah, 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 oh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then. uh And they were like, what, like, yeah, it was just, it was bad. And then they were like, what is your favorite, like, what is your favorite TV show of all time? And I was like, honestly, Louie. And then it was like that, like, you're done. Yeah, everyone was just like, you are, (laughs) you are an ally to the wrong people. And it was just like a, like a, I I got so nervous that I blacked and just said like my honest response. Yeah. And then everyone went around and was like, yeah, you gotta
1: lie. Yeah. And then people
0: (laughs) like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think because people then started talking about like, I don't know. People flipped it from like their favorite movie to show to then their favorite director. So then mm-hmm. it became like people they kept dropping like, "Oh my god, like anything Tarkovsky." And I remember in my notes I was like, "Who is Tarkovsky?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Must mm-hmm. understand Tarkovsky. I thought it was I thought <laughs> yeah. it was a philosopher. <laughs> like, was, voice memo to self. I literally self. <laughs> was like just like typing on my phone, "Tarkovsky, question mark, Tarkovsky, yeah. a person, Tarkovsky, yeah. movie." It's a yeah. movie. <laughs> Tarkovsky, yeah. is a movie. Yeah, yeah I love yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, yeah, and then I transferred to NYU. Um and then just like kind of explored doing comedy in film. I I went to film school twice. I, like, am the first so time didn't thirsty go so well. being validated by institutions and uh-huh. then nothing happening for me.
1: That is a personality type I've learned. People yeah. that love being in school.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because, like, <laughs> well, yeah, I'm first generation and my parents didn't go to, like, college. Yeah. So they're very confused So that you're I was like, go. I'm doing
1: it twice.
0: Well, I didn't think I would do it again. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I've been a bartender for five years. I should do it again. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, and like I acted in my thesis film there. But then I was like, I, don't, I just like lost interest in acting. I also like developed like very severe anxiety. And I tried to go back to acting after like I moved back to L.A. after NYU. And I, li- I could not have an audition without triggering my IBS. And I was like, this is no longer for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I just fully just committed to, to, to directing short films that no one's ever seen.
1: I love that. I love that. I love that. Well, what is on the horizon for like projects coming up? What are you aspiring to work
0: on? Um I my thesis film um was actually executive produced by the synagogue. Um it's a uh, Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> um it's um it's like a farcical comedy about this ex-bullfighter that gets a job as a flag-waving parking attendant to like stage um like a, his last bullfight in like a parking garage and just causes a bunch of fucking mayhem. I think it's because I'm like delusional enough to think that I can be a filmmaker. I tend to I think gravitate think anyone
1: towards in the creative world has to be a bit delusional. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But I tend to gravitate towards like delusional characters that like don't necessarily understand like when their prime is over. <laughs> I love that. And like I'd like keep just keep doing it. Um but yeah, so that that that's a fun crazy comedy that we've just started submitting to festivals. Um I got like this fellowship uh where I'm going to be going to tell you ride to try to find money for my feature, which is a like, comedy about this guy whose ex-girlfriend starts dating he's like a theater pr- teacher at this middle school and his ex-girlfriend starts dating the school's principal who he fucking hates. And so and the principal's trying to get the school to like win this like very Intense academic. The Blue Ribbon of Excellence, uh, for those who know, is a very prestigious award in Burbank uh, schools <laughs> <laughs> that my high school fought for and lost while I was there. Um, but it, but it's this guy's um, ex-girlfriend starts dating the school's principal, and so in order to get back at him, he um, stages a middle school production of 9/11 to ruin the school's <laughs> reputation. <laughs> That is so funny. <laughs> so we're like, yeah, at, my wow. career is going to last all of one year. because That is going to be really over when the movie funny. comes out. Um, wow. Well. yeah, it's like a mix of like, honestly, it's like as if School of Rock was shot like Apocalypse Now, like with the severity <laughs> of Apocalypse Now. I just like want to make. Yeah,
1: I see it now. <laughs> I see it in lights. This episode of Intermission is brought to you by Onibaba, the most daring film import ever, straight from Japan. A savage tale of lust and survival, both striking and genuinely erotic. Be one of the few to experience Shindo's terrifying, electrifying, and sensual thriller. For the real ones out there, come and watch Onibaba with us at Viddyus on Monday night at 7.30. See you there on the 23rd of October. I'm going to ask you some rapid fire questions. Okay. What movie or movie character do I remind you of?
0: Oh, okay. Aubrey Plaza and funny people. Okay. Just oh. Cause I was just thinking about that movie and, and I don't know. There's just like, I'll take it. Like she's this desired kind of like aloof. Like I'm just going to read questions, but I'm not going to really give you all of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make you reveal everything about yourself and you're gonna embarrass yourself. And then I'll just like ask you another (laughs) question. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Okay, tell me a red flag movie where if you were gonna go on a date with someone and they said this was their favorite movie, you'd be a
0: red flag. The Godfather? Really? Because it's too, like, on the nose? Yeah, it's like, obviously, everyone likes The Godfather. Yeah. But if you think you're gonna, you you think that you're teaching me something right now, oh, I'm out.
1: Yeah, like a, like a man's spleen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, yeah. If you wanna you go show, God?
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I went to, um, I hadn't seen 2001 Space Odyssey before mm-hmm. two weeks ago. And I showed up a little late, and it was like packed with film bros. So I had to sit in the front row. I was having a movie fan experience that was just like, I was letting the movie wash over me but it kept getting interrupted by like the collective yeah and i'm like why are you treating this like a football game so funny. i like just surrender to the movie yeah. like just like let just watch the movie i personally think it's like something that comes from insecurity where like somebody wants to be the most at something and there's this like competitive nature to anything whenever i think men are together like i went to some screening at CAA recently and, and there were all these like little agent bros within like suits who just got off work and like just like cutting me off like left and right and mm-hmm. just like, like getting in there to see this like art film. It was just like a very quiet like art movie that was screening there mm-hmm. that their client happened to have. Just, I don't know. I don't know. This whole like competition to be the biggest cinephile is like, it's like If you like a movie, you just like a movie. You don't have to like it more than anybody else. Mm -hmm. Like, it's one thing if you disagree about a movie, then that's like fun and exciting to get into a debate about it because you both clearly are passionate about it. But to like have somebody say, I like a movie, and then to be like, well, I like it more because I know this. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, oh my God. Like, Like, Like,
1: it's like your personality. So then it kind of like, all the stakes are on this answer. I must like show the world. Yeah. Like, how different but smart I am you know <laughs> yeah like
0: if they like yeah I know those um criterion clips where they like put a celebrity in the closet and they're yeah like pick a movie that you would take home those gives me so much anxiety yeah a
1: little bit okay well I I was about to talk shit but I actually love those I was just like it, but it is such a flex because it I don't know now I would just, just pick being, a movie that just I've just never seen and hater. be like oh
0: my god this cover is beautiful I'm yeah. <laughs> like I don't know what what would you pick
1: Oh, see, fuck! I, I literally like if I got invited to go into that closet, I would study for like a week to come up with the coolest answers I could come up with. So I can't tell you now because I haven't studied yet.
0: Okay, got Um it. yeah, I know. For me to be in that closet, someone would have to like throw, like lock me in there.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> sleep in here for a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, best movie you've watched this year?
0: Triangle of Sadness. Such a good movie. So good.
1: I don't even know if we've talked about it on this podcast yet. Maybe we haven't. It's just been a while. I'm obsessed with him. Dream Blunt Rotation of Filmmakers.
0: Agnes Varda. I think I've only ever seen her stoned. Wait, right. That's what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So I'm not revealing. <laughs> <laughs> i talked about being stoned quite a bit now. <laughs> um, have you seen um, Jane B. for Agnes B.? No. Oh, that's a, that is such... You should take an edible and watch that tonight. Okay. You should, like... You it want me to just... have a heart
1: attack or? <laughs> oh, you want to have an anxiety attack?
0: It's like a fake documentary about Jane Birkin's life. It's like a, a biography that she kind of wrote with Agnes Varda where they like reenact stages of Jane Birkin's life. Oh. And like a, through like Agnes's lens. And it's just oh, so. Oh, interesting beautiful and, there, and sh- there's just a, this idea because she was so sexualized and like yeah, as i'm doing
1: it right now <laughs> oh i do
0: it all the time i'm she's gorgeous <laughs> but i like got bangs when i got my i had like broke up my boyfriend last month and i was like i will look like jane burkin and i look yeah. like dora the explorer <laughs> but um we all try i know <laughs> but um it, there, she just talks about this idea of like the dying muse mm-hmm. of like who are you when you're no longer able to be sexualized by the people that idolized you mm. and like having this like almost existential crisis for her fortieth birthday. Mm-hmm. and then just talking about this, like almost like reinventing herself as an individual for the first time now that she's no longer gonna be considered like this
1: like I just watched a documentary with almost like the same premise. But oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, go, go on. and I'll- where was it? Uh, no, no, go on. I want to hear about this. Wait, where can I watch it? What's it's on it? Criterion. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking Criterion.
0: Um, <laughs> I can't keep up with this conversation. <laughs> like, I have no idea what's happening. Um, um, but that is that is just like, that's sad Barbie vibes.
1: Okay, but I, I love and it's that. it's beautiful. I'm going to watch that.
0: And it does make you feel excited about aging.
1: Yeah. The, wait, uh, now I'm going to blank. I, I do want to mention it because I just watched a documentary with like a similar... Um, premise of um, i'm just blinking it's like a, a model actress uh, i feel silly for not remembering her name but how she, shields yes yeah
0: the i watched that one too that one was dark
1: yeah a uh, baby something yeah uh, uh, what is it called i thought i watched it on hulu so now i'm trying to check hulu
0: what is it, it is th- on hulu it's a two-part uh, series I watched what the heck is it too called? many
1: things well done
0: I was going to say baby face that is not it. Pretty baby. Mm.
1: Brooke Shields pretty baby. Same thing though, just like being sexualized at like your whole upbringing as a woman in the like the eye of the public, you know?
0: I just think like being a woman before now must have been especially exhausting. Mm-hmm. Like I wonder like like I just think about like sometimes I just randomly will be walking and think about the fact that Catherine Bigelow was married to James Cameron and I just like take a you moment just think of about silence. That sometimes. And I'm just like, she must have been through it.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I just
0: keep on with you have, my day. You have a moment I'm like of
1: silence for her. I'm like going
0: to Target it by like mm-hmm. SPF face cream. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And then I get so tired for a split second. And then I'm like, I love being a woman now. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm yeah, like, I don't know. Just like imagine if she I don't know. That's why whenever like an older woman is like mean to me or a little hard, I just kind of like I'm like, I understand.
1: Oh, that's sweet. I should think like that. I like that. Those are the
0: only people I have patience for. Yeah. Like an old crow. Yeah. (laughs) That just like is so eaten up. Yeah. By the way she grew up. Um, That I be like, those are the only people that I will like take a second to be like, she's acting, she's perpetuating the fucking misogyny that she experienced.
1: I want to ask you about films that influence your work
0: uh let's see um Amy Heckerling I don't like I love Amy Heckerling Mm. like Clueless just like knew what it was and Mm -hmm. it wasn't like and it had so much care for the characters and you were never like like yeah you were making fun of them but you also like felt so much for them like that I just love I guess like (laughs) I don't know Ernest Camp Jonathan (sighs) Glazer because I have so many different moods Mm -hmm. like do I want to just have to watch a dumb comedy or do I want to just like learn the answers of the universe favorite movie theater in la well the ArcLight light in hollywood used to have the best popcorn okay and now it's oh i don't know i don't even know I how read, do you like
1: your popcorn
0: layered butter okay yeah but like they like i don't know there was something about the popcorn there that was so good that regal just doesn't do quite the same okay since they took it over but i guess like my favorite i, I i'm always in los Feliz, i always go to los Feliz, even though that screening room sucks but that's I, that's where i'm walking and i see that there's a movie playing i go go in there yeah a movie
1: you think is underrated and a movie you think is overrated.
0: Underrated, I'll say Jane B. Paragansby, and then overrated, I'll say Aliens. Okay. The second one. Okay. The first one's gray. Okay. The second one, very <laughs> overrated.
1: <laughs> uh, okay. Well, thank you for being on the show. Thank I you loved having so much. you. Do you have anything you would like to plug for those listening? Um, if.
0: Anyone's a millionaire out there and wants to get me money to make a feature. I'll send you my short.
1: Amazing. Amazing. And that is a wrap, cool. everybody. All right. Get lost. Good
0: evening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave us
1: five stars on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to follow our Instagram at It's Intermission Time and share with your friends. As always, Intermission is produced by Jazeel Chu and Olivia Deaton, associate producer Tate Hilliard directed by Kaden Laroki, and of course hosted by yours truly, Megan Braun. Be sure to say your prayers and visit the synagogue on all platforms.